Hi, I'm Chris Chinza, and you're listening to the Tribe Talking Podcast. Good evening, and welcome back. And as weeks go, that has been probably the most mental week I can remember in my, my life. Um, Boone and I were talking last this time last week, and the world was a peaceful and harmonious-ish place. And now we're on the brink of world war, which I shouldn't laugh about it, really. So to uh, to analyse this further, we will get to the rugby later, don't worry. Over to political analyst James Mooney. What, how is this? How are we in in 2022 in this situation? Because there's an absolute nutcase running Russia, like a proper nutcase. He's got Fucking... to be in it. He's, he's got to be completely unhinged. Well, imagine being... um. That Morozov, who's playing at Bath at the moment, he signed up. <laughs> yeah, fair point. The only the only Russian player in the league, just like, oh, hey, what's going on? I, hey, I, no, I, no, couple like right. For, first and foremost, Putin. He, he tries to play the big tough guy, doesn't he? Yeah, he clearly has Botox. Yeah, so that's like that's points off straight away. Wears makeup, points off. So load. It, it's honestly, it's absurd. And I think you know, I think they've picked a picked a fight with the wrong people personally i i agree i mean so i would me and me have been talking about this on and off all week um there's a story that's come out of the ukraine which i'm quietly praying is true because if it is one it's amazing and two it will be a fucking great movie in a few years so the story goes if those of you who haven't heard it there's a pilot who's been nicknamed the ghost of kiev who's basically woke up watched top gun a lot <laughs> jumped in, jumped in some beat to shit MiG twenty nine has taken off and blown a load of Russian planes out of the air. He's got six confirmed shot shoot down. He's the first fighter ace of the since the Korean War. And if that's true, that is fucking badass. Like, ah, you invade my country? I was just going to kill loads of you. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, all, yeah, all the reports I've seen from like the res- Ukrainian resistance, all it makes me think is, thank God they don't play rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're absolute lunatics. Literally. Well, I mean, Vitaly Klitschko is the is the uh, the mayor of Kiev, isn't he? Former yeah. heavyweight world champion Vitaly Klitschko. I mean, I just say call call out Putin. Say, let's see how tough you are in the ring, pal. Let's go. <laughs> Winner gets yeah. Moscow. So they, they come down. So the Russians come down. They go through um, the like the exclusion zone. The the uh, yep. from the nuclear, you know, from the nuclear disaster oh, in the eighties. And um, then they get to Kiev and Vita- uh, Vitaly Klitschko, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's the mayor with a bunch of like superheroes that they've been like creating in that region all this time. I, I, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on, but I guess if you're going to go through the exclusion zone, you've got to be careful. There's um, a mate of mine used to live in the Ukraine. And he yeah. said, if you, go, if you go up in that region, you, you do have to be careful because if you're there too long, Chernobyl fall off. Fucking hell. That's a banger, isn't it? Yes, mate. Anyway. I, but you, told, you told me you were going to tell a Chernobyl joke earlier and I've been gritting my teeth for the last <laughs> hour going, oh, what's he going to say? No, no. Who's, but no. Um, let's, let's be, it's, it's pretty bloody serious. Um, actually, I... I really wanted to go to Chernobyl. That was like, yeah, that was the top of my list of holidays. And I'm not, I am not lying to people when I say this. He's not, he's not lying. And um, so then a friend of mine said, I said, I probably shouldn't go 
because of the war. He's like, no, even better. It's like dark tourism times two. Then I click onto the news and Liz Truss is saying they'll support anyone who wants to go over there. So now yeah. I've got, what, the government's going to pay for my flight and give me a gun. What could go wrong? <laughs> well, you know, I'm not sure I can afford to go to any away games. So the um, content for the Instagram page <laughs> is going down. So, um, yeah. <laughs> can you, can you Tribe Talking's taking a weird turn, isn't it? Yeah, Tribe Talking. <laughs> Me and Full Kit Soldier. Um, yeah, in, in the Crimea. Anyway, rugby. Right, well, on, it, it was, <laughs> if, any, if, anyone, if anyone's keen to join us on our, on our mercenary crusade to the Ukraine, stick at the Facebook group. We'll get a bus going. A bit like they're going to do for the Bristol game. And rather than go to a nice warm away game and have pasties and cider, we'll have vodka and shellings. It'll be great. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we both are ex-forces, and the only thing I did when I was in forces was change light bulbs and um, and basically pull tampons out of toilets. So, <laughs> this, you know, uh, um, you know. The joys of the marine engineering branch of the Royal Navy. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rugby. Should we do some rugby? Yes, let's do it. Right, let's look. Let's straight um, off, straight off, let's just get out of the way. Saints got to taste their own medicine a bit after the yes. return fixture. Maybe, maybe not exactly the taste because I think we kind of dominated the first game against them. We just well, we were leading for seventy nine minutes in that yeah. first the, the the game at home. So, but I mean, this game it, it's really emotional watching Chiefs at the moment, isn't it? Mate, can I be honest? I didn't see Joe Simmons' penalty. I walked out. <laughs> I just walked out. I just went. The way this game's going, he's going to sky. He's going to. He's going to clang it, and it's going to hook to the left. And oh, I, I just walked out. I just walked out of the room. Went, I can't fucking watch this. Six out of six, though. All got all his kids. He did. He did. And he was. It's basically. It's just so stressful watching them at the moment. There's. There's no. We get a period of dominance like we did in the first half, and you think, "Yep, here we go." It's yeah. all going okay. It's all yes. Yeah, this is looking good. This we're going in. At the, we're going in at the break. We're up. We've we've done. And then twenty minutes after the first half, say after half time, went to sleep, and suddenly it's back to the wall again. And it's I just I can't deal with doing much much more of that. It was <laughs> I um, can't. I think it was rope a dope, wasn't it? it uh, you know, the first half we did all right. Second half they they came out like a whirlwind. And yeah, then it got to that period where. Um, Mitchell couldn't walk, basically, and then yeah. What did he do? He was that was weird, man. I mean, he, he was great in the first half. To be, to be yeah, fair. he's a great, he's a great player. But well, um, one thing I do have to say that I thought was quite funny was uh, listening to the commentary team going on about how incredible he is and should he be in an England shirt after fifty-five minutes, and he is gassed, gassed yeah. against the second-string Chiefs team. Um, I don't really think that's international pedigree yet. Maybe uh, that's yeah. Maybe maybe that's his issue. Um, conditioning, especially in a yeah. especially in a team like Saints, you know, they love to throw it around, right? Mm, yeah, definitely. But I think you know. Look, we this is three games in a row we've won now. Two on the road as well. Two two on the road. Saints are you know Saints are as erratic as we are in in many ways this season. Yeah. So well, looking at the, look at the table for this before the game. Whoever lost that game was out of the top four running. But both teams were in the shout of being in the top four at the end of the game. That's how mental this year has been. And as you said, Chiefs, um, Saints are just as erratic as we are. It could easy, it could easily have been us down in ninth tonight going, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I mean. Like four four points the other way, we're in ninth. Yeah. Instead, we got instead we're three points off Quinns. So like these these meltdowns that we're having watching it, and then you think, well, actually, it's not that big a deal. It, it, like it, you know, you you say you're out, but and what are they eight, eight, points, eight points behind us now? Yeah, I mean, we've been spoiled. That's the thing we've got to keep remembering as Chiefs fans. We have been spoiled the last what five years. We've been we've spoiled. Been... We've also never, like in in my memory, had a had a, like um, injury issues like we have this year. Mm. Like we haven't had a season this bad. You know, we used to basically. I mean, last season it was just Cuthbert and Noel taking it in turns, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah. So, like you know, I can't remember it ever being this bad. Then obviously you've got the cap coming down. Everyone's trying to fit into that because we were spending up to the cap easily. And that, you oh, know, yeah, definitely. You have to if you want to win the European Cup. But it's um, I think this game, this was a big game really because away at Saints, you know, you, you'd, you'd be lucky to take any points from that game. In years oh yeah, Frank, Franklin's Garden is a hard is a hard place to go, even when we were at our peak. Yeah, with full a full strength team, it's always been a bit of an arm wrestle match. Yeah, yeah we might break. We might the score. The scoreboard might break away in the last like twenty minutes or so. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's always been a proper proper slug match, isn't it? And I mean, so, right, we sound we sound a bit negative, but the, we we did win. There's some, there were some really worrying things to see, like the scrum getting absolutely decimated. Yeah, and it and it was. There's no if buts or maybe's about it. Seeing shit go back like that was alarming, but. Mm-hmm. If in open play, we looked, we looked fucking lethal at times. It just it was just that last little bit needed to go. It was just the silly pass got thrown at the wrong time. They were, but you could see what they were trying to do. They were trying to run Saints into the ground. But the uh, which to... worked, which ultimately yeah, worked, right? Exactly. So it was. I was wondering why. Was... Gone. Gone. Go no, you go first. I, uh, I was just like, it was kind of like an old Chiefs performance where you just saw us grind and grind and grind them, and then yeah. The commentators just went, look, Chiefs have just upped the level. And I remember last season, I've said it before, when you know, when Townsend was coming on, he was coming on with that, like, your role is to speed this up yeah. as quick as you can. And, you know, so, like, if you look at the back three we had today, Woodburn, Flat and Hogg, they, those three were incredible. Yeah. They were well, incredible. I, mean, I kept wondering, why is Hodgie not kicking? Why is he not kicking? He's got a decent boot on him. Why is he not kicking? Why is he constantly running from deep? And it, it hit me in like the 70th minute. Every time he is flying up at the line, he's making Saints line reset, not mm-hmm. the way they want to be. They're having to throw two tacklers in there. He's, you know, okay, it got turned over a couple of times because it didn't work. But it was, it was create, it wasn't creating necessarily fast front football. It was just keeping everyone on their toes that little bit more. Mm. And it was keeping the ball on the pitch. It wasn't allowing a line out. That couple of minutes to reset yourselves. It was keeping the ball alive, keeping and, and Flats was doing the same. It's carving, finding seams and carving through. And the more running you're doing, well, look up to Mitchell, perfect example. Yeah, he was he was fucked. He was absolutely blowing. Yeah, um, it was like it was like watching the Lions against the box in the first test. Not not quite to that level, but we didn't want to put the ball off and let them you set piece. We wanted to keep keep it alive, keep it keep it going through the hands. Um, it was yeah, Hodger was brilliant today. Absolutely fantastic. I, th- I, I mean, watching his developments really, gonna, re- it's, I find it really interesting because he he had no game time for quite a bit up until yeah. the Six Nations, and like 
where do you go with him now? Like Hogg's going to come back. He's obviously Hogg's obviously going to play, but you, I want to see more of Hodge. All like I, the, the more minutes he gets, the better, in my opinion. What what frustrates me? This, this is coming from me. What frustrates me is you're absolutely right. Hogg will go back straight back into the side when he's completely free of Scottish duty. I don't I don't yeah. think Hogg will be back in the side next week. Nah. Um, um, I think they'll do. I think they'll do what they did at Falcons. We might see Skinner coming. Yeah. But, um, Hodge does not deserve to lose that 15 shirt at the moment. But when you've got a player like Stuart Hogg available, fit, and on, and as you always remind us, on the wedge that he's on, you've got to have him at the very least you know, playing. But then again, maybe push Hodge out onto a wing or something like that. Keep him on the bench, bring him on as a replacement, just get some minutes in him. If you're paying somebody, Uh-oh. if you're paying someone half a million pound a year, you could, yeah. at the very least, inconvenience them in a fallow week and make them come back. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, mate. Um, Sorry, mate. Half a million. Get your ass back here. We're not going to play you, but get back. Um, yeah. Hulk so- would, though. <laughs> yeah, just, no, oh, yep, yeah. right, let's go. But because well, um, uh, he's, he's um, the golden so, retriever. In, yeah, so interestingly, actually, just quickly about Hog. Hmm. I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you remember, when he dropped the ball <laughs> over the line last, last year, two years ago? Two years yep. ago. Oh, how and then, and then he came back. He came back yeah. against Gloucester. Remember? Yeah. He was like, just "Fucking play me! I'm, I can't. You know, I need to take my mind off of it." Basically, then he, yeah. then he was incredible. They, they, he scored a worldie. That try was amazing, really, because he like grabbed it, put it down twice. Yeah, <laughs> with, with both hands, four hands, and put it down. Yeah. Um, he kind of had a similar <laughs> situation. Well, I don't think it was quite as bad, but. Um, similar right. situation this week, so maybe maybe we'll be like, please, can we come back and just um, uh, and just play? So we, we will see, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just, get to yeah, that in a bit. Get, right, get back, <laughs> get, getting back to the game, the scrum was dog shit. We can we know yep. that the lineout wasn't not well when Jackie and Alba's on. It wasn't no, uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Yendel threw what two ropey ones. Yeah, uh, but. I think Jenkins is looking like a really decent line-out option. Definitely. And, uh, it, and, it, and it, I mean, we'll probably lead into this a bit more later, but starting to sort of make a lot of sense why the club's not really announcing anything, I think. Yeah, uh, especially with this, this potential announcement about the championship as well, where they're going to bring, they potentially put A teams into the championship next year. If that does yeah. happen, the, Jen- Jen- well, the likes of Jenkins and Chris are going to be getting a lot of minutes. Yeah, which is so, which is great for us. Not so great for London Scottish and Cornish Pirates, but um, great for Exeter. So, yeah. which is all I he, really care he about. Just looked, he looked solid, mate. Every time it was going up to him, it, you know, it was he was winning clean <laughs> ball, and I, I just it was. No, he's, he's an impressive. Like, he's an impressive young player. Just, 19, the, man. He's 19. Oh, no, it's, 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 it makes me sick. <laughs> it really does, though, and he's that young and playing professional rugby. And he's got so uh, long in him. He's like, there's so much to go. So, another thing, um, we were both, well, quite a few people commented on how well Grondona's sort of um, growing yeah. into the shirt a bit. And he's, he's re- you know, he's still a bit, you know, of a rough, rough and ready player, but he's really coming into his own a bit. And I, I, he's I've good. Started, I, so I've, I've started thinking a bit here now. Chiefs, Chiefs have kind of always gone through like the years with sort of like a um, a selection of players from like different areas of the world, right? So at the same right. time, we kind of we had a load of Australians, 
Yeah. Um, obviously, we we had a we still have them. The you know the, the lads from Zimbabwe. We had Kai Horseman mm. as well. Then we then we've 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 gone through our little like Scottish phase. <laughs> so are we um, going to start going through an Argentinian phase now? Is that what you go? That's that's kind of my theory now. What do you reckon? Well, it would make sense as well <clears throat> because. Argentinian rugby players are not going to cost you a lot. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the big that's the big one. Apart from I'm, 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 this, they're regular Puma starters, but even then, it's not going to be you're not going to be blasting half a million pound on one. I mean, Grant Donor was re- he was really impressive today. I was really impressed by him. He was he was an absolute nuisance at breakdowns. Made some really a good line breaks. A really yeah. good back row forward. Um, yeah, but yeah, maybe, a solid backup to Simmons. Exactly. Yeah, what we've needed—a real number eight cover—because that's something we haven't had. Let's be—we haven't had an out-and-out replacement for Simo when he's gone on duty. Yeah. We've had players yeah. that could fill in there, like Capstick and Armand have in the past, but they're not specialist eights. No. Um, so, yeah, good to see. Really happy to see. So, he can play second so, row as well, can't he? Yeah. Well, I think that's just like Chiefs, isn't it? It's like you—you only get in here if you can play in the back five. Yeah. How so, tall are you? About six yeah. four. You're a second row. So um, okay. Sam Simmons and and you have to be able to play four, five, six, and seven. Yeah, that's that's the uh, you know that's basically your role. So yeah, I was I just think that's a little theory to to watch. That we might see a few more Argentinians come over. A few more, a few more South Americans, Falklands veterans intensifies. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so tell you who was great today it was Ian Witten. I haven't seen Witten play that well in a while. He was brilliant today, but like really good. Looked looked like he was a twenty year old. What was the game earlier in the year, the year when he was just smoking people? Which one was that? It was Worcester, wasn't it? He was just absolutely eating people up. I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, but Witten what was, was it just... saying? It might be Saints actually. It might be the Saints no, game. No, it was more recent than that. It might it wasn't Saracens, was it? God. No idea. Anyway, but if you're listening to this, and you know yeah. <laughs> As always, we haven't prepped. Um, yeah, somebody sent us a message about, like, yeah, it was this game, you twats. But <laughs> Call yourself Chiefs fans. He, he, he mentioned it. Like, you know, how do you replace someone like Ian Whitton? You just don't. Like, he just... Well, is Tom Hendrickson going to become the new Ian Whitton? Yeah, but you, you ain't going to play Tom Hendrickson on the wing, are you? Why not? Well, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> why, why not? I mean, fucking hell, you see the size of some wingers. Look at Nadolo, for Christ's sake. Well, that's, um, ironically, have you noticed, whenever we play teams like that, Witten ends up on the wing. It's, it's yeah. happened a few times. Like, yeah, Nadolo uh, and um, is the one from Saints. Where's he gone, actually? That's a good shout. Saints oh, and yeah. uh, Nairo Yeah, him. Um, yeah, then you are, yeah, stick, stick wits on the wing. But uh, he's going to be—he's going to be a tough one to a real tough one to replace. Oh, just because yeah. he can just—he just solid fills in, can fill in anywhere, can't he? Twelve, thirteen on the wing. Yeah. Probably does his shift. Does yeah. his shift. That doesn't necessarily light the place up, but you—you you always get a solid eight out of ten performance yeah. from him. When you need—you need them, don't you? In your team, you need them. Yeah, you've got to the, the old school clubman that you can just look, look and go. I need—I need a performance from somebody today, and he just sort of stands up. Okay. Yeah. So, so well, yeah. A few let's a few talking points in the game. Let's get to them. Um <laughs> so, right. Um Hodge's tribe was incredible, pure gas. He just I love him. Um Dave, you well, back. 
yeah, Dave was incredible as always. Yeah. I, I, every time I see him now, I keep hearing that Max Laheef um, comment he made on their on his podcast about Dave viewers. Dave is uh, thoracic. Yeah, he's massive back. He looks like some kind of prehistoric turtle. And uh, <laughs> the, only, the only the only time he goes backward is when he's backing off the fucking driveway to go to a game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love Max Laheef. I'd love to see him as Chiefs because he's just mental. Yeah, he's, um, he's a strange fella. He's um, so strange. But so, the, uh, right? <laughs> the disallowed Let's just get to try. it. Just get to it. Right. The disallowed try. What the fuck was that about? Can Can you explain to me how they've got? S- I it, how <laughs> explain right. it to me, Dave. As we all know, I'm the I'm the, the rational one out of the pair of us, and I always try and see some kind of explanation for situations like this. I always try and think, right, what is is it because they said no no try on field or this sort of thing? There's every single person in that ground and watching at home and commenting on the game saw that ball grounded on the line. The only two people who didn't see it was TMO. And Maxwell Keys, and that's it. And the only two people that mattered, as well. If even fucking Austin Healy's going, that is that is totally a try. And he's normally one to try and argue, sort of the referee's opinion, isn't he? He's always the one who sort of, well, it might just not quite mm. have made it. But it's like you've got clear, conclusive evidence of a grounding. It's a try. There's no ifs or maybes. It's a fucking try. And well, Maxwell Keys was fucking shit today, and, so and, I'm not surprised. This is the trouble with rugby sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. You have since you have that, and you're like, "Well, how have we got to this point where a blatant try is not being awarded as a try because they affect because he effectively asked the wrong question, right?" Yeah, but even so, you, all you, so to overturn a try, is a, a no, sorry, an on-field decision of no try to overturn it, you need to have clear evidence of a grounding. You have to see the ball over the line from at least from one camera angle minimum. You had it from at least three. You saw yeah. the ball hit the whitewash. That is enough. That's a try. And the fact that the Saints crowd was silent through the TMO decision as well. They weren't jeering. They weren't saying, oh, look, because when a player comes up short at Sandy, we all go mental, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But, well, providing it's not ours. But they were silent. Even the crowd knew it was a try. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Maybe if the lads had made more of a fucking song and dance about it and dived around the place a bit, maybe. I don't know. But I just... I was, yeah, I was, I, I, was re- I wasn't happy. I was really pissed off, but I, I felt like the game was turning at this point. Yeah. So we this were starting when... to turn the screw a bit, and even though we yeah. were so far behind on the scoreboard, it just looked a little bit more positive, didn't it? When so, that went over. Yeah. Minutes later, Mitchell gets the yellow card. Yep. Which probably, you know, he he if he hadn't got a yellow card, he would have been off the pitch. I, like how he was still on the pitch at this point. Oh, oh, never know. I don't get that. I mean, he was he was walking so slowly between breakdowns. I mean, yeah. you can see he was absolutely. I I thought he might have taken a head knock because he looked like out of it, but he was well, just absolutely exhausted. He was absolutely exhausted. And we both know when you're trying to run and you've got nothing left, your feet feel like lead balloons, don't they? And they're just not moving. So my mind feel like that when I try and run full stop. See, yeah, <laughs> fair point. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, I mean. It, it was probably a blessing in disguise him getting the sim bin. But what was quite nice to watch was the fact that we had one more player and actually did stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we could just sit there for, I don't know, about 
what 65 minutes and do nothing yeah so the the, the um the pace shot the ruck speed went was like 1.6 seconds a ruck yeah which is rapid isn't it that's rapid it's ridiculous that's um, that's 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 just the that's the scrum off just picking the ball up and going it's got yeah. you've barely had time to form a ruck in that time so then jack yendel scored and i thought his score was weird cuz he 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 took the ball he got whacked then it, they they kind of stopped and then he just affected it was so weird it's like they'd won the collision basically almost and yeah. then he just straightened up he just straightened up underneath the collision and went over the line yeah. he just he just got low enough didn't he he was just yeah. underneath i think it was waller's shoulders and he just yeah. saw him just go oh if i just if i just make my legs go longer i'm just going to fall that way it was, yeah. you know, i mean i was looking at that touchline going how much closer to that do we want to get? Yeah. Like, seriously, that's how much closer. And that being said, before we come to that one, two fucking difficult kicks for Joe Simmons. If he hadn't made those, we didn't win the game. Those out-wide conversions, if he didn't make those kicks, it's a different result. Maybe um, pre, pre-MBE, Joe Simmons is back. <laughs> Don't say it. We've got to stop saying things like this because it comes back and haunts us. Yeah, but um, right, let's talk about probably the best try we're going to see all year. Yeah, I, I just right. First things first. Where? Why does Joe Simmons just have? Where does he get this moment of fuck it? You know, he's, he's, we've seen it what three times this season now in he, recent he, games as well. He just goes, eh, why not? It's so nonchalant, isn't it? He just like yeah, just sinks it across, and that, that I know we had the the penny advantage, right? But he couldn't have connected that more sweetly, and I think uh, Woodburn's celebration is going to be an iconic one. Definitely, it's already it's already if you, if you go on the Chiefs, if you already go on the Chiefs website, it's already the first picture that's up. I, I would but, be I would be amazed if that gets beaten this year for try of the season. That's, tr- that's try of the season. Because you, you get those you get those crossfield kicks where like they catch it, then they still you know they still have to run. But the ones when you take it as you're running, perfectly, boom! Oh my god! It was a, it was a touchdown. It was an NFL touchdown, wasn't it? it was, yeah. yeah, he was because what I implore everybody to go watch it again. It wasn't in the breadbasket. Ollie still had work to do when that ball came over. He had to get there. He had to catch it, and he had to finish. And sometimes you have to get butter fingers, or it's just slightly too far in front of you, and all these sorts of things. It was just absolutely put great presence of mind from him. Yeah, go go gadget armed. And the fact he just—I just love the fact that before he put his arms up and screamed, he just sort of looked at everyone like, "Yeah, I did that. Did you see that? That was good." Right? I think it's just one. Of, I think it's you know when you know you've you've been involved in something incredible, you just yeah. you kind of have to just be like, "Oh my god," and. Yeah, I, I I forgot how good Woodburn was. We've missed him, haven't we? Man, we really have. Like, I know we like a new signing. Well, this is it. You just you just said what I was going to say. We've joked about him looking like a new signing, but I see the, in the championship season, I was a bit critical of Woodburn. I thought, you know, when he, he wasn't necessarily very good going the other way, great going forward, not necessarily great in defensive, but he absolutely smoked Waller with the tackle when he came at him. He was causing Saints all kinds of issues today. He was probably, you know, last week against Falcons, he was probably one of our few players that actually tried to, you know, do something positive. Um, yeah, we have missed that guy. We have really missed him. 
And you know that you know the try is good when the entire commentary team like mass prem whilst they're yeah. listening to it. They're just like, oh, like they just lose their minds. Yeah, I could not, I could not believe what I was watching. So that's um, that was a sweet, a sweet way. Well, effectively to win the game, really, wasn't it? I know um, we'd still had to finish it off, but yeah, the the Piers Francis kick credit where credit due. It was a long one, and when I saw that penalty, I was like, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna fuck this. We're gonna fuck this up again. Um, well, but look, I was wrong, and I'm very grateful to being wrong. So, three wins <sighs> on a bounce. Sale next week, which uh, yeah, who, who that'll be a tough one. That will you know, but back at home. So, yep. and it's a fallow week, and obviously, um, they're not going to get any players back because I think England broke both of their players. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll come on. To, we'll come on to that in a bit, but yeah. But, if I was um, Alex Anderson, having just got to a laggy back fit and playing well, I would be pissed. So, yeah, just the thing there, right? So, before this game, right? So, Wasps lost. Yep. Did Gloucester lost. Um, Gloucester lost. No no points. Um, Quinns won. Whatever. Sale and Irish drew. So, Irish have drawn four games now. Yeah. That's like, ridiculous. I, I, like, you, you, you know, like, if you draw one a year, it's like, fair enough. Two, you're like, oh, wow. Two, two draws in a year. Four. It's, that's um, a lot of lost draws, points. There, isn't it? Dr- draws in rugby are like unicorns. Yeah. They really are. And so to get, as you said, to get four, and as you said, but they've got try bonus points in every single one of them. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So they've still got, what's it, three points for a draw? Three points, yeah. So it's, it's not... It's not so you're still, getting a, you're still getting a win. If they, with the bonus point, they're still getting a win in points terms. It, that was a weird. That's a weird result because it kind of helped us because it minimised the damage from both teams. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 so it nullified them. Yeah, we had to get the bonus point today because of it. Got it. Yeah. Three points behind Quinns. They've got Falcons at home next week, so I don't think that's going to help us much. That's an easy one. Look, I, one thing. So we have won ten games. Yep. Quinns have won ten games. Yep. We're, Quinns have just got more bonus points than us. Saracens have won 10 games. More Saracens, bonus points. Saracens have a game in hand, mm-hmm. um, but Saracens play Leicester next week. If they lose to Leicester and we carry on, I'm going to say it, it's not unthinkable that we could have a home semi-final. Well, it's, it's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's doable. Uh, completely doable, but it's not—it's not gone. I mean, if you said to me three weeks ago the way we were playing, there's a chance we could make the top top three, maybe even the top two. Yeah, I'd have gone fuck off, Mooney. Not a chance. We, we, now, we still, yeah, we still have to play Harlequins on the last game of the season. That's, yeah. that's a huge game. Um, we, obviously, we still have to play Saracens. We still have to play Leicester. So yeah, also that it does make our running quite hard. But we do it have two of, them, two of them at home. Not that I think our home form is anything to write home about necessarily, but but we'll have everyone back. Well, we could, we could, we could potentially be going into that Saracens game or that Harlequins game with our European Championship Cup team near on near or thereabouts, minus Tom Francis and Hidalgo Klein, probably. Yeah, you know, a full strength Chiefs. Why, why wouldn't we have Hidalgo Klein, mate? Because he doesn't like, they don't like picking him. <laughs> I mean, he's at the club, so. <laughs> but then, Townsend's nearly fit, and the Maunder boys seem to have pretty much nailed those shirts. Yeah. Right so, at the so Townsend's imminent. 
Vermeulen, 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 correct me, whatever. Jack. He is imminent. He's teasing us, though, isn't he? He's, he is. He's being a cockney. I even asked him, and he's like, yeah, not long now. It's like, oh, can you more now? It's like like a dad driving kids to the park. I'm much further, dad. Nearly there, guys. Yeah. Tell us. But I'd rather, I'd, I don't rush him. You know, get him nope. back. Um, also, Don Armand didn't play this week. He's probably been the best player all year. Yeah. So A much needed rest for Don this week, I think. He is in, you know, he is twilight years now, isn't he? So, yeah. So, if things, you know, I'm, I, I, Killer Kenny didn't it. come on as well, by the way. Hepburn did a full 80. Huh. That's given me an idea. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's annoying, isn't it? Actually, it is. I think he, because I think, I mean, I know Rob Bax has been a bit, he's been very, in these close fighting games, he's been reluctant to blood the new guys. But Kenny would have done a job. But get him on. Just mm. if anything else, just to give Hepburn a rest and get some fresh legs on the park during a massive defensive effort to stop Saints coming up the other end. And we know what Kenny can do. He's well, a monster in the hit. So but hey ho, we're not Rob Baxter. I trust the man. He knows what he's doing. Three games on uh, the bounce. Next three yeah. games. Oh, next three games. Sale at home. <sighs> Worcester away. Tigers at home. <sighs> what do we Is that what? Tiger? Right, we should beat Saints. We sh- should beat Sale. Worcester. Yeah. Sale, sorry. We should beat we should beat Sale. We should beat Worcester. Tigers could go either way. Give me ten points. Yeah, we'll have our international back. Hmm. Watch this space. Ten yeah. Because um, when we when we played, don't forget when we played Tigers up at theirs, we had a what was it, a C strength team. We had no one. Yeah, we were we were bin juicing oh, that, that it. But first game of the season, we normally we were like, oh well, you know, we were bad and we didn't know how good Leicester were going to be this year. They did they exactly. did a number on us for sure. So um I'll be interested to see this game. Yeah. Very. It's gonna be a good one. Right, right. anyway, we've talked about that for a while. Let's yeah, tear um, that little shit. Right. Uh, he's, I've been looking to get him in tier four for a long time now. So he's he's in tier four where he belongs. We debated tier five with the French guys, but we're not going to tell that joke. <laughs> so, um, somebody will get offended. Yeah. Um, um, yes. And then, uh, Andrew, Andrew Jackson, this TMO. Yeah. Well, fuck knows. We've never I'm, tiered I'm, a TMO before. Um, no, we don't, don't generally do that. I might just leave him be and then we'll just get him when he actually gets given a Prem Cup game or something. Yeah, stake him out for the crows because that was a fucking appalling decision. Right. Anyway, so moving on to the uh, it was a, it was a double result this weekend for Exit Chiefs. Exit Chiefs oh. ladies ran out winners sixty points to seven over Worcester. So this was my um, this, is what, this is what worried me originally because we don't get it's it's only been a couple of times we've had both right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if the girls go first, the guys tend to lose. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, and I was like, and they battered them, didn't they? So I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, so it's fair to say to Worcester that they're a bit like the Durham side and the Sale side in the Allianz 15. So they're very much developing. They're, on, they're, they're getting their um, programme together. So to say 67 is reflective, it's probably more like watching a Premier side play a championship side when you look at who Chiefs have got in their squad you know, the amount of internationals our, our girls can uh, can boast um, I think that's fair it's you know, 
Worcester, they hung in there. They kept playing. They didn't just, you know, they didn't quit. They played, they played their hearts out where they could. But it was just too much. I think is the uh, the the overall decision. And so tries from Merrin Doidge got a hat trick. Fullback. She, she um she got player of the day, right? Yeah. Can- Canadian international hooker Emily Totosi also got a hat trick. Two from Kate Zachary, and I've got a point to bring on to Kate Zachary, and a try each for, uh, I can never pronounce her name, uh, Detero and Hunt. Now, Kate Zachary, the USA international, we've been talking um, a lot about players that can play multiple positions, right? Yeah. So th- this season, we both know that Patty Garcia has played 9, 10, and 12. Yeah. Uh, Poppy Leach, fan, fan of the pod, Poppy Leach, by the way. Um <laughs> She plays. She played second row against Hartbury, and she played back row today. Uh, on yesterday, and uh, Lynn Van der Velde has played uh, second row, and she played at eight yesterday. Kate Zachary has played seven, eight, and thirteen. That's mental. Now that is me- that, see, that is mental because playing ten and twelve like Garcia, that happens all the time. But to go from a back row to a centre, and that yeah, it really does highlight how useful having first like, players that can play multiple positions is. Oh, you uh, don't, are you tearing yourself up here? No. Oh, I, I, I no. I stand in a place and get the shit beat out of me for 80 minutes. Yeah. That, that, okay. that, this, this is not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just go, Dave, can you go stand over there for a bit? Yep. I thought yeah. this was turning into a little humble brag. Like you're like, you know, yeah, scrum off, hooker. No, I'm bad. At, I was okay at scrum half. I was average at hooker and less said about my propping abilities, the better. Hmm. Kate's an international. <laughs> she plays all across the back row, mm. and but th- that's my point. So playing at centre defensively, not too dissimilar from a flanker, right? Yeah. But attack, that, thirteen is, th- thirteen is different than twelve, isn't it? Yeah, you're the, def- you're the defensive marshal for one. Yeah, and you're not expecting. You know, you're, you're expected to sort of link the the back three up, really. So yeah, th- that's a skill set. It really is. Um, so we need to. So this is a challenge now. A better, you know, skill-setted player, a player that can play more, because that's that's like that's next level as well, isn't it? That's you know the forwards and then into the backs. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's, not, got... it's it's not even like you're just shifting right a couple of places either, is it? Like moving from ten to twelve, it's stepping straight out of your comfort zone, playing in an attacking line. Yeah, it's like fucking hell. Well, I, we know we're going to how far she can run. We saw that try against Hartbury. Yeah, I, I think we are guilty of like carrying some bias into like body shapes and stuff from men's rugby to the the ladies' game, aren't we? And hmm. we, you think? Um, I mean, I, I guess that it's not as specialised as the the man's game has become because the man, you know, once upon a time in the men's game, you know, a hooker would play in the front would play prop as well. You'd see yeah. that. You still do see it in the lower leagues quite a bit, don't you? So mm. you would never ever see that now, would you? In the no, in the god no. Game. So um, I guess maybe in the ladies' game, there's there's still room for um, sort of you know maneuver on that. But yeah, I know. I know what you mean there's, there's more flexibility between the body sizes to positions. I mean, with the exception of Emily Robinson, that prop we saw for Quids. I mean, she was almost yeah. she, she's she's a prop. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. she's not about to, she's not about to play 15 but you know Pat Garcia she's what 5 foot 3 um, Abs Middlebrook who plays prop for Exeter she's only about 5 foot 2 5 foot 1 she's not these are not ginormous individuals so it allows for that 
that more interchangeability, I think, because you're not relying on someone being a giant going in the second row. Poppy Leach is my height, but she played second row. You yeah. know, it's like, and it was an absolute line-out menace. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they just put her in the air. She just, they just fucking fire her into the sky. <laughs> I'm just thinking, the only time I can think of like a back row and a, and a centre was, um, what's his name? <laughs> the uh, Sam Burgess. Remember that? Oh God, yeah, that that questionable. Um, just, you know, what the fuck? We are, that about? we are, we are. However, all a little bit like guilty of maybe wanting to see Sam Simmons just play twelve once. That's. I was glad you said. I was, I was sort of trying to guide the conversation towards that because <laughs> yeah. just, to just just like that Lions game when the, the, everyone was struck by COVID and we had one back and that was for yeah. us. That would have been perfect. Just fucking go for it. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's a tour. You should play out of position on tour anyway. Um, but yeah, so going back to the girls, 67. Top four is pretty much nailed on now for them. Um, again, only a few. Uh, they're four points behind Quinns. Um, so Exit Chiefs women's are fourth behind Quinns and Exit Chiefs men's are fourth behind Quinns. <laughs> weird. Very weird, right? Very weird. Wow. That is oh, mad. Mate. Our fates well, are tied. So uh, yeah, brilliant. Um, right, let's 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 just dust over the Six Nations, right? Oh, okay. Um, let's just focus on the Chiefs, boys. Don't you know? Stop. Let's not get too into it because I don't know. I know England won, but I'm a bit like, Bleh. yeah. You guys were quite miserable about that, to be fair. When we were speaking yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, well. Do you want to do? Do you want to do Scotland first? Oh, I don't really. Yeah, all right. All right. All right, let, right. Just let me have a quick. Right. Let me have, let me have a very brief rant, and then we'll yeah. do Hoggy and Skinner, and then I'll just put this to bed for the weekend. Yeah. I think last year was this crop of Scotland's players' best chance of a Six Nations victory, and we fucked it. Yeah. This year, there's been way too much hype around them. Way too much hype around them. I think the, one of the reasons I didn't go like mad when we won the World Calcutta Cup was because it was like England lost that. We didn't win it. Finn Russell was crap yesterday, like crap. He he looked like he didn't want to be there. He was he was just sort of yeah he's firing the pass around doing that stupid I'll look I'll look the other way to try and trick the defender thing that, that everyone knows he does. His kicking wasn't great. He just he's going through the motions and with him playing badly, the rest of the side didn't play very well. Yeah, there's no no option to bring to bring anybody else. When Blair Kinghorn came on, he looked like he could, he couldn't pass. He couldn't. He didn't want to kick, and everyone, oh, yeah, but that break he made, that break he made that put Duhan in, was purely because the French couldn't be asked. It was yeah. the 79th minute. Why would why would we chase this guy? We've got six tries, we've won the game. Why would we chase him? Just let him score. Who cares? Finn Russell. If someone, if, Finn, Finn Russell plays shit too much. Yeah, he's not having a great season, to be honest. Yeah, but he's he's never been consistently good. He has, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have two on the bounce. No, and, certainly and, not. Certainly not three. Um, and, and like, like always, unfortunately, Scotland, they have they fall victim to this emotionally. They can get completely up for an England game, and then they just fall off the cliff for the other games. Yeah, we need and, England and, to be our last game. That's what you, we need. No, but you said this. They, they, they need to get that. They need to get that chip like off the shoulders mm. and just be like, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I don't get what it is. I, I, I refuse to believe that the, the professional sportsmen, most of some of which are English by birth, by the way, are getting that into one fixture. 
Mate, but it just they just the don't. Everyone, it's the same. You know, in rugby, everyone wants to beat England. It'd be the same for Wales, the same for Ireland. It'd be the same uh, for yeah, but having having England as a yardstick is one thing, but only only performing performing. I mean, realistically, if you're going to use that metric, then Wales should be who we want to beat most because they won the last championship. You know, is that's that's the, that's what bugs me about it. It's like last year we were literally three well, three points or four points, sorry from winning the championship. That's four points scored on pitch. Lost by a point to Wales, lost by three to Ireland. That was it for Scotland. I don't, I, it's going to be a long time before we're going to be that good again. We're still going to be good. We're, you know, we're still going to be able to go up against teams and put in good performances. Well, you but, might struggle, you might struggle with the new um, eligibility rules. So, yeah, maybe. But we'll th- th- then I would, I, I would, if that means that Scottish rugby is going to get better in, by, in 10 years time, then fine. I can live with that. If got a, if got full fifteen of homegrown really good rugby players, then that suits me. But anyway, we digress. Sam Skinner did a good shift, no complaints. You know, won his lineouts, put his tackles in. You know, when the French are carving you up like that, being a second row, there's not really much more you can do. No. Um, but when he's that efficient doing his job, again, I've said it before in a previous pod, realizes how much we're going to miss him. Yeah. He does put himself about the park a lot. His work rate is brilliant. Even when things are going wrong, he's still getting on his feet and doing his job. He's such a, he's such a good squad player, isn't he? Like you know, even if, if he's starting, you wouldn't scoff at it. If he's coming off the bench, you're like, oh, what a player to bring off the bench. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. He's just he's yeah. he's 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 Jan Kirsten. He's a Don Armand. You know, he's going to go out there and he's going to work for you. Yeah, Hoggy, Hoggy had that frustrating game that he has for Scotland where he felt he had to do it all on his own. Yeah, and. You can see what the French are doing. Oh, Hogg's got the ball. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Have him, Jacqueline. Have him, Jacqueline. Have him, Jacqueline. And then it, it just... I know the wind was mental yesterday, so he couldn't really, like, kick us out of trouble. But he doesn't need to try and beat every single player on the park. He's too yeah. good for that. He's too smart for that. Pop it off to Duhan van der Merwe. Let him smash people to pieces. Get back in the line to do what you do in six phases time. Not... You don't have to do it now, Hoggy. Yeah. Um, that he, he, he trusts... No, he trusts Slade, he trusts Witten, he trusts the Chiefs boys. So he doesn't do that all the time for us. But when the Scotland jersey, I don't think he trusts the guys around him to be able to do it, which yeah. is ridiculous. He should be able to trust you know, Chris Harris. Well, Chris Harris went off with a HIA, but you know, there's eight well, lines Chris in that. Chris Harris, Chris Harris made the biggest mistake in the game when he tried that looping pass. He didn't need to throw it. Yeah. That bugged me. Hoggy's getting all the, getting all the grief for that. But it was a four on two. Yeah, Intermac was going to get Hog, even if he caught it. If you see where Intermac was, just go yeah. through the hands. Schumann, Price, Hog, try. That's yeah. all he had. To do. But, but that being said, player of Stuart Hog's quality, I'd have kind of expected to catch that. Yeah. Hey ho. Anyway, Never mind. Fifth um, will do us. <laughs> well, I think we'll fight you for fifth. Um, so, <laughs> right in the in the lead up to this game. There was a uh, YouTuber, Andrew Ford. Now, yep. he generally makes good videos. I ge- Generally, I like him, but um, he made a video basically <laughs> alluding to Luke Camdicky being a dangerous... Oh, fan. fuck, yeah, this. Like, what the right? fuck? So then Dicky, you know, we know, like, Dicky's great. He's probably the best chopped tackler in the league. And mm. sometimes we go... Anyway, Dicky gets chopped by Moriarty and he's now out for, what, four, potentially four to eight weeks. Yep. How ironic is that? It's a little bit ironic, isn't it? It's almost like yeah. Moriarty did it on purpose. Well, Moriarty's a dirty bastard. So, yeah, I don't um, like him. 
yeah. Anyway, that's just that's. I'm so I'm gutted for Dicky. You could tell. I mean, you could tell he was in pain, and it's like yeah, jarred his leg, didn't it? So well, you can see, you can see he was, he was walking off, going, "I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay." The cameras are on me. I'm okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> like, yeah, but, he's, yeah, he's too tough for his own good sometimes, though, Dicky. Yeah, that, but you know, it, it, it was tough. But for, for this game, I, I, I've got like Welsh sort of family, mm. and um, yeah. well, I wouldn't call them family. Actually, I'm not not related by blood but um you know like you've got, you know you've got like your um parents friends that you grew up with yeah your, your parents are friends who you call auntie and uncle yeah 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 so yeah, yeah so they 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 moved to they live they live in wales and they all got like welsh husbands and they yeah. all they pipe up whenever wales are any good at rugby then they disappear yeah and, oh is, um, is those the kinds of royal rugby fans you only ever see during the six nations with daffodils on their heads but don't support yeah, the local clubs yeah yeah and um mm. Though, yeah, um, I um I messaged one of them. I went, "Can you tell your husband to reactivate his Facebook account ahead of the game?" <laughs> and she was like, "Just um, just send any abuse my way." <laughs> uh, so um, the, England Wales is never a normal game, is it? And we were like seventeen, no, seventeen nil up, and just take, and I felt like we were just taking the piss out of them. And then like, the, Eng- the England attack looked really good. It looked really good. Well, the game changed when Tom Curry went off. And unfortunately, so I know Sam Simmons replaced him, but Tom Curry was dominating him up front mm. with Laws. And the game the game changed for me. And then I, I started getting these bad, like, oh, we're going to bottle it vibes, like I've seen loads of times against Wales. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't. Um, Slade, the, did you see the 50-22 from Slade? Oh, that was, mate, that was incredible. Oh, I love that. God. More of that, please. Um, Jack Noel, it's like someone said, Oh, the comments are, Oh, first we've seen of Noel, and he'd been so busy, such a nuisance. I was like, What game are you watching? I know this is what pisses me off. Nick Mullins, he's, he's really good at that. He obsesses over what, like today, he was commentating today, and he, all, he would, all he was doing all day was would shut up about uh, Mitchell at nine. And it, hog, yeah, yeah, exactly. Noel's not done much, but what well, because he hasn't had the ball in his hand. Jack yeah. Noel is, doesn't need to have the ball in his hand to have an impact on a game. He just needs to be there. His work rate is tireless. And so, I fucking I loathe that. I really do. I just the, the weirdest thing in this game, being a Chiefs fan, was watching Alex <laughs> Cuthbert yeah, yeah. Um, play a full game and um, repeatedly take it into contact and not get injured. Yeah, it was weird, right? Yeah, very weird. I mean, for Morris, when I watched Cuthbert run at Jack Knoll, I thought the world was going to come to an end. But they were just going to hit each other and there's going to be a mushroom cloud. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> or just broken bones and like li- ligaments everywhere. Like, oh, yeah, it was just like, oh, look, these two good wingers, and we could only, at the time, we could only afford one of them because, you know, we paid, we were paying probably like 800 grand a year for two wingers that never played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just one had racehorses and one was opening a pub because neither are fit enough yeah. to play. If we're gonna yeah. you know, if we're gonna burn money, let's burn, you know, half of the amount we potentially could. So um yeah, it was a weird it was a weird one, but look, in the end of the day, England won, but I think that's as good as it's gonna get for England. We, we I can't say it's beating Ireland or France, so No, um, I mean Ireland well Ireland today you can't even use their performance as reflective because if anyone didn't watch it, um Italy, their first choice hooker potentially dislocated his shoulder, had to go off. Their replacement hooker came on, high tackle, contact to the head, immediate red card, and then under the laws, 
they had to send off another player and go uncontested scrum. So Italy without a 13 against Ireland. And like, you might as well just like go home. Just give Ireland the points. There's no fucking yeah. point. It's such a strange rule. I get the principle, but it's such a strange rule because oh, you you can you can type it's you can put you you can bring extra backs on and it's not reflective of a true scrummaging and this sort of thing. But they're, they're like they're bound onto each other still. They're not just going to disappear and be over in the defensive line. So it's a very strange, very strange um, rule that. But it is what it is. And as for England, I mean, I've. Uh, I've been thing is, mate. I've, as a Scotland fan, I've been there with those wins that you just go, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" But you're still in third. You could still win it, you know, if they get their act together. So yeah, you, you never know. You, look, you never know. I mean, if anything, we'll probably end up beating France at the end. And yeah, one red one red card, and the whole well, championship could change. We were shit last year, but we beat France. So um, it's, yeah, it's, the Six Nations are weird tournament at the minute everyone's kind of fairly well poised aren't they to um, yeah the, top, the, 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 the five teams that actually play um, they're all yeah the performances are all relative, relatively about I think we deserve to finish fifth with the way we've played I'll be brutally honest yeah. Um, yeah. right anyway that was bo- that was that was depressing right we're not doing very well at keeping people cheered up at the moment are we no, we're actually happier when we lose we are because we have to. We have to take the piss out of the situation. True. Um, no, I'm. I'm happy with Chiefs. I'm. Ha- I'm not really happy about England stuff, but with Chiefs, I, yeah, I'm very. Do happy. you know something? On that, before we go into our last part, mm. I don't give a fuck about the Six Nations because of what we're doing with this. Because I mean, I've always liked Exeter and I always supported Exeter, but mm. it's taking up so much of my life now. <laughs> Because we're doing this, I've got to do research. I've got to look into things and read, yeah. you know, read up on players. That when Scotland comes around and they're going, oh yeah, yeah, I, I don't I've care to be watched... honest. I'd rather see Hogg in a sh- I'd rather see Hoggy playing at Saints today than playing for Scotland. I only watched two games of rugby this weekend. I think two, wow, that which is wow, not a lot for me. So that is not a lot. It's normally no. at least twelve. Yeah. Right. So Q and A, or is there um, anything else you want to cover before we go? Do you want to quickly talk about signings? Or, do we, oh, or, yeah. should we, or should we wait oh. a week and then do it next week? Let's do it next week because there's no Six Nations. We can actually pay some proper attention to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Next week. Next and also gives us an extra week just in case something changes. Yeah, yeah. Because well, be, that would be it. We'll, we'll talk about the fact we're not signing anybody and then there'll be like some absolute elite signing come in and we'll be there like, yeah. yep, no fucking thing about what we're talking about. Right, Q&A. So we've had we've had a load of questions again because we won. Um, I've, I've broken it down to a few. Um, we covered Nick's uh, question earlier with all the angles, uh, the TMO. How was it not a try? And I'm still um, I'm still in disbelief about that. Um, if, if Fiona actually asked uh, should, if we change the colour of the paint for, with the white line, um, would it make it easier? <laughs> like, I don't think it could have been neon, and they still wouldn't have given that. Those two were just determined to not give that try. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, right, Barry, should the fibrillators be offered to Chiefs fans free of charge from the club? I'm, I'm, I've said, right, sometimes when I'm watching games, I get really hot. Yeah. And then after the game, I have to go and stand outside to cool off. Does anyone else have that? 
they get so worked up. Like you said, you couldn't watch the last kick. That I yeah, yeah. told you, or I've, I'll I'll stand outside the living room looking in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you say that, and I I know what you mean. Well, I've there's been times I've been at home stressed. I've been trying to work or the kids have been going mental. There's been a lot of noise and I could feel my body heat going up. So I do know where you're coming from with that. Not rug, Rugby's not done it to me yet, but um, my, give yeah, it time. My, my partner, in the second half, she was sat in front of me with my son and my, my legs were like kicking out. Like I, yeah. was like I was like, you better not sit there. You're going to get kicked. <laughs> and then she like asked me a question. I'm like, don't ask me a question now. I'm like, kicking, I'm like, like I'm riding a bike on the couch trying yeah. to watch the game and it's it, I get too emotionally involved in it and it's like it's it's actually beyond the joke at times but yeah. then when I'm at ga- when I go to games live I'm actually quite chill you are you are quite chill actually at matches so, you don't get worked up at all yeah so it's very you're, weird well to be fair you're either pissed yeah yeah or or you just sort of we're, we're humping someone like the Montpellier game yeah, yeah. people and be like, ah, it's not really a point. You're really get involved in this, is it? Yeah, and that's the other thing, isn't it? That's the other irony. Like, I moan about these games, but then when you batter someone, I'm like, oh, she's actually boring. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the bipolar nature of tribe talking continues. Right, mm. uh, Denise has asked. Her question was, how wonderful was that? Referring to today's result, um, but we should probably do a, a Denise trilight because which one wins out of Hodges or Woodburns? Because Woodburns oh, was. Okay. Hodges was the individual effort. Yeah. Next level. Um, well, it, it, I'm sorry. It's, wood, it's definitely Woodburns. But it's got, it's got, it's got to be. But it's, got, it's close second for Hodges, I reckon. Hodges is the kind of player he's always going to score worldies, isn't he? He's going to consistently yeah. score. He's, the one last year he scored against Gloucester was mental, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. So, I think it finally worked out why he's still so skinny, though. It's because he can slip through gaps and defenders. So you now you're now telling me you think this is deliberate now? I, I think he's just genetically he can't put weight on, but it's mm. like he, he slipped he slipped through a gap that mm. Tom Hendricks would never have got through because he's just too wide. But like, it was just like, yeah. But Mike Brown never put any weight on. Mm. Yeah, Mike, Mike Brown was always a rake at fullback, wasn't he? And it was, yeah. I suppose look at Liam, Liam Williams is the same. Yeah, a bloody good fullbacks, both of them really. So. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I, that's an interesting question. So, hang on, think of it. Let's just think about this for a minute. Liam Williams, Geordie Barrett, Willie Larue's not exactly a massive bloke. No. I mean, Hoggy's built because he's obviously been pumping the gym in for whatever reason. Hoggy Hog is very lean at the moment, but he is a he is a fat man in disguise. But he's like, got on him. But if you look at him back when he was like twenty twenty one, he was yeah, he was stick thin, puppy fat. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe there's something in that. Fullback should be lithe and skinny. Alex, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But, I mean, I think I think you need a little bit of muscle on you, don't you? But you don't want... Um... Actually, England had Jason Robinson and Josh Lucy, and they were both tanks. This is also true. Going back. So, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, but that's when rugby was proper hard, though, wasn't it? Back yeah, then. well, yeah. We digress. Anyway, so, yeah. So, try like the week. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. I basically, I basically cheated on my girlfriend watching that. Um, so, uh, who else we got? This is a good one, even though it's just, even though it's just a daft question. What does what do you think is the favourite treat for the TMO's guide dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, say uh, no more. 
Um, Saints, so Saints fans, salty tears. We'll go with that. Um, Liam's asking, you know, well, we covered it earlier, just how good has Josh Hodges' improvement come along since he started from Falcon? He's, he's just gone from strength to strength, that kid. He really has. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm almost excited to see Hoggy retire or leave, to see Hodge become the first choice 15 because he will be brilliant. I bet, yeah, let's, um, we just want to see like the exit side of his game develop. Yeah, because um, because all we do is see him run with the ball, and you know, and the top yeah, top you level. Can't always run it out. <laughs> no, you can't always, and and actually, that was one of um, weirdly we don't actually see a lot of that from Hog necessarily at Chiefs, but his exits were top level when he came. Mm. Um, so yeah, and well, until the year when he just couldn't exit to save his life. But anyway, yeah, when it just all went wrong for no good reason. Yeah, right. So now, what do we think happened? This is this is a question. What do we think happened to Mitchell? Because that was weird to see him go off that quick. He just he just shut down. I'd, I yeah, I'd, I'd be interesting to see. Like, do you get stats of like mm. how, how many I mean, how many passes he made or how many rocks he ran to? But I mean, I've got. I'm I'm watching the game now, and we're at 50 minutes, and he's everywhere. He, no, oh, he's, is he's, that when he's shut down? Is that when he's reset? Uh, he, he's he's slowing down. He's still getting there, but it, that was that. Yeah, now he's suffering. Yeah, yeah. It's it was like he just went off a cliff. It was. It's like watching when you see like um, Iron Man runners and marathon runners, where they just hit that wall, and it just yeah. they go white and they can't move anymore. Yeah, like that so that famous video is it. Um, the Browning brothers or the, or the Brown Tree. Oh, I can't remember yeah, their names. Brownlee. Yeah, Brownlee. Brownlee. The, um, yeah, his mate, brother, yes, the ones. And his brother literally threw him over the line because he was have, basically yeah. in, having a massive glycogen come down. But the, um, right, the, the players wear like heart monitors, right? Yeah, they've all got trackers on them. So the, the team have got the data. So they must, they must know he's blowing because that's what they do with the props, right? They're like, empty the yeah. empty tank. Are you coming off? Um, yeah. And that must happen. The same thing must happen with scrum halves. So yeah, I mean, it, even even if even if it's not a time, even if it's not a time substitution, so you could you need the telematics. You could see it was fucked. Right. So interestingly, I'm literally watching this now, and it's just mm. gone from 48 minutes or 49 minutes to 52, and I've just watched him go from fairly normal to absolutely ball bagged. Mm. And and they just and Saints have just gone one side to the other to the other to the other. They did it about four times. So he's just he's, now he can barely walk. Mm. So I, I think the team have just like did, just ruined him by just making yeah. him chase the rocks around the pitch. And I, we've seen this before. I'm sure we saw this with someone else. It's, but, um, but when when you've got a you've got a team as you say who are dominate you know getting around the park really quickly and are requiring quick ruck speed as a nine, it is fucking hideous because you've got to get there. You've got to get there quick. Yeah, you, you, you always see like I mean Dupont is the perfect for he's zipping around. He's got the ball out the out of the out of his hands before he's even really got hold of it. Yeah, but it takes a huge amount of conditioning to be the scrum halves are probably one of the fittest players in the park. So it's not surprising really to see one just suddenly go oh I'm fuck now. And the amount mm. of sniping runs he was making as well, he was making a lot of distance. So yeah, um, I'd like to see the data actually on um, yeah I that mean, would be fun. Know, how much he'd run in the game and um. But it, it was weird. But then he he played the whole game, right? Apart from the sin bin. Yeah, he came back on. Uh, he wasn't subbed off. So, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Very weird. Right. Uh, Jesus, how long do we think Wits has got left? Because, yeah, he was incredible today. But Ian Witten can't have many seasons left in him. He's 34, right? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, looks forty-four. Tyson will wear. He's going to be there next year. I think he's got. I think he's going to do a bit of a dolman. He's just yeah. going to keep playing. He might go down to Plymouth or Pirates or something like that, but he'll always be on the books. I, I don't know, man. Like, I think what what's the point in you going to Plymouth or Pirates at that age? There's no point, is there? Some he, guys just like playing. Moon. No, That's so, the other yeah, thing. but those those players take on like roles at the club, don't they? So, like, it, you know, it happens sometimes where players will take a backroom role at the club hmm. or um, something like that because. You know, Kai Horseman moved into sort of office work, didn't he, at Chiefs? Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, it all depends on what he wants to do post rugby. And, uh, you know, it's hard to say when people are going to retire, isn't it? Because there's players still playing at like Gopper 39, still playing. Well, look at Stringer. He was four, was he close to 40 when he yeah. hung his boots yeah. up eventually? I mean, uh, yeah, like yeah, Peter Stringer. <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's, an, he's an alien. Like, the fittest man <laughs> ever, wasn't he? So yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because like he, you know, it's not like his performances are dropping off. It's the no, same, he's still as good as he's always been. It's, it's the same, it's, and, and, and we, we are guilty of this in rugby, aren't we? And like hmm. maybe like oh, you know, he's not got long left after the age of thirty. Everyone's like, oh, well, long, another year, another year. Um. It's a bit different with backs because they don't take the same sort of um, flogging as forwards do. So, mm. yeah, sometimes, yeah. Um, sometimes backs go a few more years. So I reckon he's got a couple of years left. Yeah, I've, I've, I've certainly no. I'm mean, certainly no rush to see him go. No. Nope. Um, nope. And so I think we'll call this the final question because we're getting on for time now. But um, yeah. Grace has asked the, the, the big question: Does she buy final tickets? Not just to go and watch it for the day out, but to go and watch Exit the Chiefs in a final. That's what she's that's what she's angling at. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? We haven't had a a run of real form this year, all year. We haven't had a run of selection all year. No. Um <laughs> right, and we're in fourth. Yeah. So we've got we've got one of the worst functioning lineups. Our scrum's a joke. We haven't been able to pick the same 15 for more than two games. Yeah. We're into the quarterfinals of Europe and we're in fourth place. Yeah, mate. Imagine if we Why are we all wor- what are we worrying about? Put money on, <laughs> yeah. Put money on the double now. Fuck, could you imagine that? That would be that would that would be the well, look. I I I mean I I like going to the final full stop. It's a, it is a good day out, but mm. um yeah, we, we we we've got a few more gears to go, I think. So let's um let's try let's stay positive and then hopefully next week we're reporting on another win. Yeah, that's what we need. We need just need a couple of a winner a, a good run of wins now. Guys, we're up to we're fourth. We're playing sale next week, possibly our new most hated club. So Oh yeah, they keep stealing all our fucking players. Yeah. Mm. We want we want them fucking truly fucked. Um oh shit, did we, before we go, did we mention about Patty Garcia? Oh, you want a little shout-out for her, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, for those who don't know, Patty Garcia played her last game for Spain yesterday. They won the Women's European Championship, and it was her last game in a Spain shirt, which is, at the age of 32, so we just talked about players retiring, probably a bit young, but absolute servant to the game. Um, so congratulations, Patty, on a good career. Now she can stay at Chiefs all the time when the international window's open. Yes. So even better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so cheers, Spain. Uh, but yeah, so as Mooney says, sale next week. At home, 
They've not got a Manu, they've not got Manu Tuolangi. We should have. I would expect to see Skinner back in the squad. Hog, maybe. Um, doubtful. Um, yeah. Positive. Oh my god! I just choked on a bit of plastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you notice I'd gone really quiet then? Yes, I did. I thought you might have. Gone. I was waiting for the connection to die. <laughs> oh fuck! I nearly had what to have like. What have you done? I was, I was chewing a bit of plastic off the pen. For fuck's sake! <laughs> So, uh, tune in next week to see if Moody can survive the podcast as we talk about him. Oh, my God. Right. Well, okay. So, that's us for tonight. Hopefully, World War Three won't kick off while we're gone. Um, but what else could fucking happen? We go away for a podcast for one week and then World War Three starts. What else could go wrong? God, I can't believe I uh, to death and missed World War Three. Jeez. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you don't hear from us for a couple of days, Moody didn't survive. <laughs> Yeah, I need to go. Right. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs>